The dough lands on the flowered surface with enough force that a white cloud poofs up. I attack it with my hands to knead out excess air and give the bread texture. That man. That stunningly gorgeous beast of a man named Tristan de Rosier is going to be the death of me. He's a polar bear shifter who also happens to be my true mate. I lift the dough up, slam it down again, and give it a punch for good measure. Wow, who got you so worked up? Carly asks as she enters the kitchen. I glance over at my sister-in-law. Carly and her friend, Sierra, came to us less than a year ago to help save our clan. While she's my brother's true mate and a powerful alpha, she's also become my best friend. Three guesses, and the first two don't count. I don't understand why you don't just give in to him. The coffee pot clatters as she removes it to pour herself a cup. He's so hot, he might be the reason that glacier of his is melting. I snort and push a strand of hair out of my face. Let me count the ways. One, he's naked. All the time. Do we really need to see that? Two, he taunts me as if I'm the one who's lovesick when I know it has to be both ways. And three, I sigh. I want to be courted. I want wine, roses, and adoration. He takes such pleasure in embarrassing me. My throat tightens. I hate it. Carly's mug thumps on the counter, and she reaches out to stop my hands with hers. You want romance and not a little boy crush. I nod as I swallow down the urge to cry. Is that so much to ask? No, it's not. That man can be stupid when it comes to stuff like this. And if I give in, he'll think he can always treat me this way. So until he gets a clue, expect a lot of baking to happen. The back door lets out a hollow echo as someone enters the mudroom that separates the kitchen from the outdoors. Within moments, the second door opens, which means the shifter who went out for a run is probably still nude. If that weren't enough of a clue, my body's slight hum of sexual tension confirms it. I don't look up as I say, Good morning, Tristan. But this man doesn't like to be ignored, and large hands land on the counter on either side of me as he whispers against the back of my neck. Annie. Love. You really should join me some morning. He's smart enough not to press any body parts against me, but my imagination has my blasted hormones reacting anyway. Joining Tristan as a bear would mean getting naked to shift with him, and I'm sure that's exactly what he wants. But he's never gonna get it if he doesn't get a clue. I decide to take action. Sorry, love. I need a little more than a boy who swings his dick around. We can talk when you become a man. Tristan chuckles at me as my bold words bounce off his rock-hard body. He and his twin, Isabel, have been house guests for more than two weeks, and I've lost my patience. My face is flushed with shame and my stomach churns because I hate to lose my cool. Carly's voice is dangerously close to her alpha tone when she says, I wouldn't laugh if I were you. Annie doesn't get mad, but when she does, you better find a way to suck up quickly or you'll be eating garbage scraps. Tristan has enough brain cells to remain quiet as he leaves, 
and I let out a big breath when Carly's hand lands on my shoulder. She turns me around for an embrace and says, I'm sorry, you don't deserve this. Those stupid guiding spirits are supposed to be smart and give us what we need. Who the hell thought you should get a big oaf of a polar bear? He is a big oaf, isn't he? Not only that, but did you know his obsession with sweet potatoes is making his fur orange? No. <laughs> My body shakes with an uncontrollable giggle. Yes, but don't tell him. I squeeze Carly's arm. Thank you. I don't know what I'd do without you. You'll never have to know. She kisses my cheek and grabs her coffee cup to leave. Can we have sweet potato fries for dinner tonight? What a lovely idea.